This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with our fan favorite etiquette expert, uh, Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. Uh, so Diane is a nationally recognized etiquette expert and is also the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training. Um, and today we are going to talk about how to deal with stepkids. Um, this is actually, as, as is almost everything that we do on the podcast with you, an article you have written, and it's a, a, another fantastic article chock full of uh, really great tips and advice. Uh, but anybody who has dealt with stepkids or has stepkids, um, uh, they're in their second, third marriage, whatever it may be, uh, knows that... It, you know, the transition might not always be the simplest thing in the world. To the world. Um, so we're going to be here today to offer uh, 10 tips for you on how to deal with those stepkids. Um, so the first thing I want to get into, Diane, is uh, when, you, when you form that new family um, and I either you and or your new spouse uh, brings kids into the, into the mix, um, you know, a lot of a lot of adults may expect be just because you have now become married or formed that new family that the love is going to start being thrown around from every which way. Um, but in the article, you say, you know, you just can't expect that love to be there immediately just because you have uh, gotten married. And that's right. And, you know, the thing is, I would assume that this is not going to be the first time the children are going to see or meet their step-parent. You know, it's not like, you know, the, the shows, the Brady Bunch and all of that years ago. It really doesn't happen that way, that everybody is so happy and harmonious right at first. So um, what happens is when they when you decide to allow your children to meet your, at that time, you know, your, your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend, because that's what they are, Originally, you're going to start building a bond with them then, just a relationship. And so you're building the relationship even before the marriage. And hopefully by the time you have gotten married and now we've got this mix of one child or children, you already have established a relationship with that child. But it's going to need to grow. You know, they, a child isn't going to immediately, and depending on the age of the child, you know, and, and the teen years are tough, they're not going to immediately bond with you. So you're going to, as the step-parent, as the adult, because remember, we are the adults. Mm -hmm. It is up to us to start making positive moves, even before the marriage, to start building a relationship with that child or children. 
And, you know, that's a really great segue into the second point that you bring up, which is uh, to let your children know uh, it's not your intention to, to change any type of routine or relationship that they currently have with their uh, biological parent. Uh, you're that's just right. there to add to that's their life. Right. You know, you're not going to, you know, I, I think it's very important to verbalize that. You know, make it a point to say, look, I am not here to change your schedule up and to change, you know, your, your school schedule, your routines up. I am part of the family, and we together are going to build a family unit. And I'm not trying to change the times that you see your mom or your dad. I'm not trying to change that relationship in any way. I'm just really interested in being a part of this relationship. It's, it's communicating with that child what your intentions are so they know, because we often just assume that they know. Well, little children and even teens who are uh, oftentimes very hesitant to let someone into their world really need to feel safe and need to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so really what you need to do is uh, discuss those expectations about what they should be expecting. That's right. And, you know, I think it's important to see that kind of goes into our next bullet about the unknown. You know, we, we're going to talk about how these kids feel and, you know, how they are feeling they need to feel more settled. And I think it's a good idea for the biological parent to be the family spokesperson, mm -hmm. you know, and, and all sit down as a family and let mom or dad, the biological mom or dad, start out by saying, you know, we're, you know, now some of the rules are going to change a little bit, but in terms of, you know, just now there's somebody else coming in the house, but this is how it's going to, this is how I see it, and, and then let the step-parent voice how they are going to um, fit into the family. Okay. But, you know, again... It's really hard for a, a step-parent to come in and just take over. Uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, very rarely does it work like that. You know, you need to have a family-friendly conversation. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, th you know, this next bullet, uh, we're up to number four here. Uh, this one cracks me up because I feel like as an adult, you should already know better than this. Uh, but I know some people feel this way. With, and, and so what I'm talking about here is... Uh, insisting that your stepchild uh, or children would ever call you mom or dad. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, that, first of all, if a stepchild does call the stepparent mom or dad, which is absolutely fine when everyone is comfortable with it, mm -hmm. you know, that means yeah. that even getting the other biological parents involved. You know, you we have all kinds of issues, obviously. Yeah. And but you cannot expect a child to instantly call the step parent mom or dad. It's it feels uncomfortable, it feels unsettling. Now if the time is right down the road and a relationship has been forged, yes. Then, then you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I am not saying in any way, shape, or form that you should not call a set parent mom or dad. There are many, many, many close families and, you know, sure. with blended families. Except 
I think, again, it's about respecting the child and respecting the family unit before you walked into that family. And uh, they're also going to feel like they're betraying their biological parents. So you mm. need to keep that in mind. And, and you know, that leads to uh, you shouldn't criticize the absentee parent because it's still their mother or father. It's their mother or father, and their self-esteem is tied up in that other parent that's not there as well. So when you're criticizing that other parent, that, that absent parent, you are, I would say indirectly, but you're directly criticizing that child as well. You know, and, and tone of voice is so important. Even if you are saying something as a step-parent under your breath and saying something that has dual meaning, kids pick up on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you really, as a step-parent, need to take the high road and steer clear from any kinds of negative conversation about the ex-husband or wife. And if you have something to say to your spouse, you need to say it away from the children. Yeah, and that could be tough, too, because as as we know, a lot of times, uh, you know, there's an absentee spouse for a reason, and you're the new spouse for a reason, because they might be dirt bags, you know? That's right. So, That's right. I mean, they may have a lot of really bad issues, yeah. but you have to, you know, you're, you're thinking of the children first and children are children, whether they're four years old, two years old, or 16 years old, you know, when, when they get to be teens, it's a lot harder to, to love a, a sassy teen, you know, and I say <laughs> that kind of tongue in cheek, but you know, the, you know, Teens want to rebel, and you have to remember they are hurting. They are going through this just like a younger kid would be going through it, and and oftentimes it's even it's it's much harder for them. So just be very very cognizant and respectful of the child. Yeah, and you kind of alluded that, or you did allude to it a little bit earlier, which was um, letting your stepchildren know you're not trying to ever replace their biological mom or dad. The relationship that you guys now have is, is a different dynamic. That's right. And you are going to form, as a step-parent, you are going to form your own relationship with them. What you have with them is going to be very different and unique, and that can be a great thing. You know, and, and sometimes, in the best of cases, parents and step-parents sit together on the sidelines at the basketball games and the soccer games, and in the worst of situations, you know, some parents don't show up, and you can actually be that person that that helps and elevates your stepchild's uh, self-confidence. So it's really a, it's a great honor, and it's a... Uh, it, and it's a, sometimes it's a difficult situation, so it's it's all in the way that you want to spin it and how hard you want to work. Because sometimes, you know, we can't, again, we cannot expect our stepchildren to be the adults. We are the adults, and we have to think clearly for both of us sometimes. Yeah. And this next point, um, I feel like most of the points that we've been touching on up to this point has been really to to kind of take into consideration the, the child's feelings, which, which is obviously extremely important. Uh, but this next one, I feel like this um, is almost more on you as the step-parent, which is allowing the step-kid to talk openly about their mom and dad. And I know for a lot of uh, step-parents coming into the relationship, they might have some reservations about hearing about their right. biological parent. You know 
That's right. And not all biological parents are bad parents. Exactly. You know, just because they've divorced doesn't mean that now whoever the ex is is the enemy. And sometimes as the new you know, the new spouse and the new step, the new parent coming in, um, there's, there's jealousy involved, personal jealousy. So you're feeling, um, gosh, I, I'm uneasy hearing about the ex and I don't want to be compared to the ex. And so you have to put that aside. And if the kids want to come home from a great weekend, ask about their weekend. What did you guys do? That sounds like a lot of fun. Where did you all eat? How, what movie did you see? What was the movie about? You know, just engage like you would be engaging with your neighbor or a friend. You know, ask normal questions. And, and something that often comes up that I'm often asked about is, what about pictures around the house? Mm, you know, should one. should we put away all of the pictures? Absolutely not. You know, if, if a child is living in the house and their biological parent is not there, that doesn't mean that all of the pictures have to be removed from the home. I mean, that's part of their life and part of their experiences. So I think it's really important to accept that they have a parent that they go and see on the weekends and sometimes during the week, and they have a separate life. So they, they should have two great lives, one with you and then one when they're gone, you know, yeah. on the weekends and other times. I know I would be really hurt if I went over to my mom and dad's and just because I had left, they had taken down all my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty pretty sad and very, very disconcerting. So you can imagine as adults, when when we go to someone's home and uh, we see a picture of ourselves have been moved, you know, family yeah. picture, hey, why is it off that shelf? Yeah. You start jockeying <laughs> for shelf that. position and where it appears in the home. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, you know, if we have kids and if we have stepchildren, we should allow them to have pictures of their family, you know, their, their brothers and sisters, and, you know, they're going to have step siblings, step Sure. Brothers and sisters as well. So, uh, again, it's all about the children right now. Yeah. Um, the the next point, uh, moving on, is uh, be your stepchild's advocate. Can you explain that a little bit more? What I mean by that is, you know, now, granted, you know, when you go – this another iffy question is, should the step-parent go to the parent-teacher conferences? Okay. Well – you know, that all depends on the dynamic of the family. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So that's a family conversation. But that doesn't mean, as a step-parent, you can't be there for them. You can't work on their class project. You can't talk to them about their goals and their future and, and talk and, and be their, their strongest supporter at, at sporting events and school plays. And so I think that parents and step-parents should work together and not exclude a step-parent. It doesn't mean that they need to be the primary voice, but a a step-parent, and I just really don't even like that word step, but we have yeah, to use it because sure. that's what it's called, but they can be a great, great asset and advocate for for their child, you know, their mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. and, and, and a role and, model. Yeah, in a lot of cases, you know, again, this is a very broad topic we're talking about. In a lot of cases, the, the biological parent, uh, even though it's an ex, has been really fantastic as a parent, and sometimes they're terrible. So you could bring something to the table as this new advocate that they that stepchild may never have had in the past. 
That's right. They may never have seen or had the opportunity to see a healthy relationship. You know, there's just like people, every situation is unique and different. There are some families that are broken families because they, there's a really horrible situation. But then there are other normal, everyday situations that people break up. It's a reality. People sometimes just, you know, couples go their separate ways and there are children involved. And when a new step parent is and in, comes into play, they can be a great source and resource and, and really do some fabulous, give the, their stepchildren fabulous opportunities. Okay. You know, blood is, yeah. they say blood is thicker than water and sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I have many, many friends who are step parenting uh, their their children, and there is no, there's no distinction between their children and their stepchildren, and I love to see that. Yeah. Uh, th- this next point, uh, we're we're up to nine, so we're getting close here. Uh, this next point, it, it, I think, is so important because we we forget about it oftentimes when we jump into a new family relationship dynamic like this, which is uh, take time for yourself. That's right. You know, we need to take care of ourselves, and we need to feed our body healthy food. We need to be active and exercise. We need to enjoy our life. We have to be happy with the way that we, you know, our day-to-day world. And if we're happy with ourselves, we do a better job at everything, including parenting our children when we get home. Mm -hmm. Because like it or not, those children are a responsibility, and they should be a priority with our spouse, you know, the biological parent. Yeah. This reminds me of when you get onto an airplane and uh, they're doing that whole spiel at the beginning uh, before you take off. And, uh, you know, when they tell you the oxygen masks drop, uh, secure them on yourself first before you take care of the kid next to you. And I feel like that's, that's the point here is until you, until you can breathe, it's hard to make sure that you're giving the child what they need. What they, that you're so right. And, you know, when you come into a relationship with, with anger and with jealousy and with issues, you're going to bring that into the new relationship, and it's going to affect the children involved. It's going to, expect, it's going to infect the spouse. And you notice infect as in, you know, making somebody <laughs> ill. Yeah. <laughs> Affect them and infect them because really what you bring to the relationship has everything to do with who you are and the way that you think. Mm-hmm. And and that segues perfectly into the uh, the final point here, uh, which is the stepchildren have a role to play in this whole dynamic and situation as well. That's right. They just don't roll on their back and say, okay, it's all about me. You know, as a family, you should sit down with the family in a very family-friendly environment and just kind of spell out some of these changes that are going to be, these are natural changes that are going to be taking place. They're not bad changes. It's just this is what's going to be expected. Everybody is going to pull their own weight. We love you. We respect you. And we, you know, we expect for you to be courteous. I want you, and you know, and this could be done, it has to be done by the biological parent, of course, and you could do this individually, you know, I, I just ask that you give uh, Sarah, you know, the time and, that it takes to get to know her, and now she's going to be under the same roof with us, and it wasn't like that before, but just just know that what I'd like for all I ask of you is to show her respect and courtesy, and, and 
it is my hope that we're going to grow as a family. It's my it's my goal for us to grow as a family. It all takes time, and it and under the right situation and circumstances, you know, it really this relationship can flourish. Mm-hmm. And respect is the key, children and parents. Yes, I think that that's a great point. the The respect has to go both ways, and yeah. I, I think we talked about this uh, earlier, but. You know, a lot of parents will come in, or adults, I should say, would come into the situation and just automatically assume that the child needs to begin respecting them. But that's that's something that has to be earned. But it's definitely something that has to be there. Right, and you know, we can what we can expect as a step parent. We can expect courtesy and consideration. We can expect a, a level of respect, meaning I'm going to be I'm going to be a a courteous house member. You know, uh-huh. I'm going to treat you with respect. We can't expect them to love us right away, <laughs> yeah. but we have to do the same to them. And you know, it, just because they don't treat us fairly or with respect right away doesn't mean that we give up as well. Because again, I'm going to close the same way I opened is we are the adults and we, we really need to, to take that extra step and, uh, and forge this relationship, you know, attempt to forge the relationship, even while the younger child is working through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that is going to do it for us, Diane. Um, I, you know, this is such a, such a great topic. Um, I know this is not the last time we're going to talk about the dynamics of step families. So, um, I'm, as always, it's always a pleasure. And so thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve. It's always a pleasure being here with you. Uh, before you go, I want to remind our listeners that you guys are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert and is also the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Uh, you can get more information at Diane's website, protocolschooloftexas.com. You can find Diane on Twitter, at Diane Gotsman. And by the way, I should mention, Diane is always tweeting really great etiquette tips on Twitter. And uh, and when they're not hers, she has a very uh, robust network of etiquette experts that she also follows and tweets their stuff as well. So uh, I highly recommend that. Um, you can also find Diane on Facebook. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Uh, you can just do a search for Diane and find her there. Uh, but if you're having trouble, uh, we link to her from the Hitched Facebook page. Um, I should mention that I am on Facebook at Hitched Media. And uh, that's going to do it this until next time. So uh, one last time, Diane, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve. Talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. And I'll, uh, until next time, everybody, take care. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.